We, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. He restored my soul. He leaded me in the paths of righteousness. Yea, though I walk through them, I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff. Some people over there quiet. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are. But many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the God of that scripture. Welcome to the Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rule. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity, walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. So here it is. The Egyptians are pursuing the children of God. The greatest army of that day is pursuing them and now have caught them up. And Moses says... Don't be scared. Now that's dumbness. They come in, they come into me. You, you know, you know, if, if you if you um were robbed, someone broke in your house. Person broke in your house, teeth your things. And you ride to the community and you find them. And someone tell them, don't be scared. What you mean? If you rob me and I catch you, you need to be very scared. Because when I grab you, it can be problems. This is a this is a true story. I will not expand on the story any further because I need you all to respect your pastor. But there was a time when you know there was a time where people let the glasses fool them. You know, they only hear I've been in St. Andrews. They didn't hear that it was on scholarship. <laughs> I really be the CH. I grew up in the Grove. I grew up in Engleston. But they let the smooth taste fool them. But that's for another time. No, that's for no time. I ain't telling that story no more. It's not a good story. So here it is now. You got to understand that not only did the Egyptians lose their workforce, because the, the Hebrews, the Israelites, were the workforce. They didn't just lose their workforce. The Bible says that the Israelites left with all kind of gold. So they left with all kind of wealth. The Egyptians catch themselves and say, hold on, y'all didn't get all our money and y'all kind of workforce about to be a problem. So they are being, they are being pursued by an angry enemy. Let me, let me put more context in here. This is the same enemy who just lost their eldest children. Put all this in the mix. Put all this in the mix. They just lost their eldest child because of them. Because of the Israelites, Lord God, everyone that had an eldest child, and if you have a child, you have an eldest child. Put it out there. So everyone that had children had an eldest child, and all their eldest sons were dead. Because of the Israelites. 
So there's another level of anger and rage that they pursue. They ain't just randomly driving, trying to catch them up. They driving with road rage. They mad. You know when you mad when you driving. I remember that. No, oh Lord, I said I was gonna tell a story no more. But that story where they're talking about where that thing happened, I was, um, um, Carter was, Reverend Carter Johnson from the Grove was with me. And he said, Denzel, I was cool with you until you slapped the steering wheel. Like I punched the steering wheel because I was trying to find the, I'm going to say, I was trying to find the bike. And I mad, and I got so mad that I punched the steering wheel. He said, Denzel, when you punch the steering wheel, I started praying, don't find it. Don't find it. Because the anger I see in you, you know that punch when you hit something, you know you hit something, you know, because I picture in the steering wheel and seeing your man head. You know? And, and this, they, they riding heading towards these Israelites. I lost my child. You got to see this man. Because of them. I lost my crops because of them lice and them locusts. Uh, them, 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 them blood and them frogs. I, I, I lost my livelihood because of them. They ain't riding no regular ride. They mad. I could, and I know they can't fight because they grow up as slaves. So I even ain't struggling about whether it's going to be a rough fight. They can't fight. I watch them bond. They can't fight. Only they can do is lay block. They know how to, there's a labor force. They can't fight. We can kill them. We get weapons. And so they riding upon them. And you, y'all see them riding? That's the horse. That's, that's, you see the horse? Yeah. They riding a the horse. And they're trying to get them. And they getting angrier and angrier as they pursue glory to God. And Moses looks back, see them. And if anybody know how mad they is, it's Moses. Because Moses grew up with them. And he know... Listen, anyone that builds a statue bigger than this building, taller than this building of themselves, that's a narcissist at another level. That's a person you're doing this. You don't diss somebody that have that level of pride. Pharaoh was a prideful dude. I have a strong feeling Pharaoh was short. I have a feeling he was short. I really had the short man complex. Like short man, them is do things. Everybody here short, I'm sorry. But short man, them is really, they, they, they run out. They got to let you know how powerful they is. When a short man in charge, you better sit small. They don't play. I ain't said nothing else with that. Yeah. So anyway, so, so Pharaoh pursuing them, angry, all the soldiers angry because all of them lost their sons. All of them lost their livelihood. Some of them, their wives didn't make it through the plagues of Israel, of Egypt. And the people who caused that, round there walking, they mean they there walking with cows with gold chain around their neck. Y'all got a gold earring and things like that going on. And Moses, being pursued by this angry mob, says to some farmers and contractors, fair not. we got this. The Egyptians you see today, 
You can see them no more. And I would say, you're right, Moses, because we can be dead. <laughs> we will not see them no more because we about to dead. And the question here is, what brought Moses to this level of confession? What was it that had Moses so convinced of God coming through for him? And I suggest to you, beloved, that what had Moses so, so bullish in his posture was the fact that when God spoke, he believed God. That's, that's all I got. There's nothing else we can depend on. The fact that God gave him a word and he believed God. I, I, I shared something with you last week uh, in the first service that I think is Luke chapter 1 verse 37 that says, with God, all things are possible or nothing will ever be impossible if you're with God. This brother was convinced that he was with God. When you are with God, there is an arrogance, a boldness that you have. Many of us, the reason we're so scared is because we ain't sure we're with God. <sighs> Your pastor talked loud for three months, four months this year when we were raising money to buy the property. Why did he talk so loud the whole time? Because there was nothing nobody could tell him to convince him that he wasn't with God. There have been other times when I talk in the suggestive because I wasn't sure. I was hoping I was hearing God. But when you see me know, listen to me. When you see me praying for sick people, and you will see a lot of it, so and something coming. Lord, someone text me the other day and tell you what it was. Came out of nowhere, text me and says, <laughs> it's crazy. says, Pastor, good morning. I was on the prayer call this now. And I hear the Lord say, no, I hear healing conference. Go have one then. <laughs> no, for you. Healing conference. I said, oh, Lord Jesus. And I wanted to say no, but it resonated so deep in my spirit. It ain't something that I wanted to do, but I heard it, and as soon as they said it, it came alive. And, and, um, and I'm telling you that we, we are about to move into a wave of miracle signs and wonders. It's, it's going to be, I, I, feel it, I feel it stirring. I told you I feel something coming. Some comment, and that's, that was after I spoke to you. I can't, you, can't, you don't believe who this? So they was in prayer, and the Lord says, healing conference. This, Robert, I'm going to show you, man. This is so funny. This is so crazy. The person who said this to me, I was like, so you sure? I said, yeah. Give me a second, let me talk to my wife. See ya? Yeah. Don't say it's funny. Is it? Yeah, I'm saying, Lord, saying prayer, Lord. I said, this was something you, don't let me preach. I said, oh, I ain't done? What? It ain't done this time? Don't, don't eat that word now. Don't eat that word now. Bring me this word. Don't say, what, what it is with text you? <laughs> yeah, so, so anyway, we're about to see miracle signs and wonders break out like crazy. But I want to, the point I want to make is this. When the Lord tells me someone about to be healed, I pray different. When I'm praying for healing, I ask him, God, do it. God, we pray this and that and the other. When the Lord says they are healed, release their healing over them, I don't, I don't guess. I command healing to break forth. 
because I know it has to happen. This is the posture when you are with God. And God is saying to me and to all of us, why are there still times when you're guessing? Because there should never be a time when you're not with me. Because it's only two sides. Either you're with me. Jesus says, either you're gathering or you're scattering. Either you're with me or you're with the enemy. There is no middle ground. So if I'm not, and there have been too many times, Tamika, when I have been outside of that place of boldness, and I'm only outside of the place of boldness when I'm not for sure with God. When you see me with God, I bold, I am bold as a lion, I will go after anything tenacious, I don't care who stands against me. Y'all watch us in COVID-19, did you see your church in COVID-19? Your church was bold. They're still talking about your church. I was at a pastor's meeting this week. And he said, man, I, I guess y'all excited, about, um, y'all, y'all excited about not wearing masks on Sunday? Not wearing masks Sunday. And I, was, I sat there and said to Denzel, tell him or don't tell him, tell him or don't tell him. I said, shoot, tell him. I said, beloved, we, we ain't never wear masks. I said, so you all ain't wearing masks Sunday? No, we, we was never wearing masks. He said, Bishop, you serious? I said, as a heart attack. Never. So what, you all didn't have church, eh? I said, every Sunday. Twice. That's a true, sto- true story. And then he say, so the people start coming back yet? Yeah? I said, coming. Coming back. I mean, there's some people who went on vacation. They traveled for the summer. They came back. They, didn't, they ain't going forever. I mean, but no, and, and it wasn't like that. So we didn't do some bold things. Why again? Because I knew I was with God. But we was, we was wild. We was on the edge because we knew we were with God. And I'm challenging us. Hebrews 3 and 14 is where we aspire to be. And Hebrews 3 and 14 says, if you want to be a partaker with Christ, you have to be consistent in faith. Is it on the board? Is it there? There it is. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. That's how you become a partaker with Christ. And I'm ending this right now. Because you're saying, what does have to do with Moses? God says to Moses in chapter 14 verse 1 and the Lord spoke to Moses and in in verse 2 he says I want you to turn and set up camp turn you see it there is it up there tell me where it's there Exodus 14 verse 2 he says Moses turn set up camp allow the Egyptians to catch you up when they catch you up don't panic I'm about to be glorified that they can know I is God God Almighty. This word comes to Moses. Moses says, not Moses, God says,
turn, set up camp, allow these people who mad at you, who, who driving with blood in their eyes, who coming with their swords drawn to kill you, allow them to catch you up. In other words, God says, we play in hide and seek, hide and then say, see me here. That's another word. That's what God says hide and then hide like Dallas. Dallas always in my house. Him and Denny always playing hide and seek. And Dallas will go in the closet. It get dark. Denny, I in here. <laughs> Dallas, that is not how you play this. You all need to come see it. It's so funny because he go. He's hide so good. He hide that good, and then it get dark in there. Denny. <laughs> That's that's what God tells Moses to do. And the Bible says that they turn. And I this I, I worked this long in the first service because this tripped me right out. Because God says turn and camp. That means pin yourself in a corner. So if he didn't turn, he would have been free. God says turn and lock yourself in a corner. He says, I want you to turn and camp, set up camp, and give Pharaoh time to catch you up. Because I won't be glorified, and in order for me to be glorified, watch this, I got to put you in a place with limits. Ah, this one I didn't get to in the first service. God says that you cannot live a limitless life until you are placed in a place where there is limits. The precondition for limitless living is a limited situation. And you will never be limitless until you give in to being limited. You cannot be light until you're placed in darkness. You cannot be salt until the food is fresh. If you are salt on seasoned food, you are annoying. You can kill a good meal. So I got to put you in a place, glory to God. And this is the key. God gives an instruction. This is where we miss. God gives an instruction and we miss verse 4. These last four words of verse 4, read of these things, bless you so much. I could preach this all day. The last four words. God gives the instruction, and the problem with us is, oh, I stand away. Somebody look past me. Move away. God gives an instruction, and the problem is we have to do these last four words. And many of us, we don't do it. This is the key. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he shall follow after them, and I will be honored upon Pharaoh. And upon all his hope, I want to say something here, glory to God, because the language here, I saw this in the first service and I didn't want to draw attention to it, because number one, they wasn't pulling it from me, they was a little quiet, so I didn't want to do it. But I feel a little more energy in the second service here. Uh, the Bible says here, he says, I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he should follow after who? He says, don't you ever put you with them. 
Pharaoh can follow after them, not you, because you are my servant, and there's a different place I have for you. It don't matter what happened to them, you in a different category because the oil is on your head. You need to understand that when you have the hand of God on your life, you are never with them. You ain't better than them, you're just greater than them. Glory to God. Because God has separated you from them. Glory to God. Someone please declare, I ain't with them. Don't mind me that I look like I am the crew and we moving together. I know we look and we dress alike. I know we talk alike, but trust you me. I say again, say I ain't with them. Yeah, I know that there's some churches that had to close their doors. Some people had to pull back on their budgets. There are some people who closed their business down. There are some believers that are in hospital, all kind of things going south. But can you declare, I ain't with them. There's something different. Lord, I wish I could preach, I ain't with them. Glory to God. I know I look like them. I sound like them. I dress like them. We grow up in the same community. All of us being to the Grove. All of us being to CH and GHS. And we being to E.P. Robertson Original Primary. But try you me, I ain't with them. I, oh God, is there anybody in that? I feel like coming out. Is there anybody in the room? Please don't group me with everybody else. There's something that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things. And you gonna be like a tree, not them. You gonna be like a tree, not them. You gonna be like a tree. There's something different about you. Don't group me. Your account say this, my account say this, but I ain't with them. You probably get more money than me, but that's what I ain't with them. Glory to God. You live, you you pay in mortgage, I pay in rent, but trust you me, I ain't with them. You driving smooth, my car, I gotta check the gas and fill it up with oil, but that's all right. I ain't with them. There's something different. says but he says he can pursue them he ain't pursuing you there's something different about you you are the one to lead them and God says watch my language I gotta constantly let you know that you ain't with them because there can come a time when they can start talking crazy and if you think you're with them you're gonna agree with them but you got to know you ain't with them. So when they talk crazy, you don't co-sign. Actually, that's point number two. I, 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 have, I, have, I have some points. Point number two is you can't co-sign with them. Because they can talk foolishness. And I don't care how much they are the majority. Don't you dare sign off on them. Anyway. And put it back. What, what voice do you have over there now? Right. They're already there. And they did so. I want to challenge you to go back in your mind at the instructions that you have yet to do so. Some of you have been told to start a business and you won't do so yet. Some of you have been told to leave a relationship and you ain't do so yet. Some of you were told to forgive someone and you ain't do so yet. Those four words, and they did so. 
And from the moment Moses did so, he didn't turn away. He did so, and he stayed the course. What have you yet to do? You were told to put your name in for that job. You won't do it yet. Because you don't want no more responsibility. You like where you is now. And they did so. Some of you, you're afraid of what people can say when you do what God told you to do, so you won't do it yet just to save relationships. Next level living ain't for you if you're still in bondage to people. That's a common word, but listen, that don't never change. If you still concerned about how people view you, limitless life ain't for you. You will stay limited. Every head is bowed, every eyes closed. Father, thank you for this word now. I praise you, God, that the word penetrated. And we are identifying those things now that we have yet to do so. Hallelujah. Heart and mind to obey you, to align with your direction and purposes for our lives. And they did so. And it will be said of Denzel, and Denzel did so. It will be said of Rita, of Kim, of Robin, of Leo and Stafford. And they did so. Whatever the so is, it may look disadvantageous to us. But because you gave the instruction, we commit, Father, that we will do so. For thine is the kingdom, power and the glory. Thank you for the strength to do so in Jesus' name. If you were blessed, strengthened, empowered, challenged by this word, can you clap your hands and give God glory for what you received? Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reese Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.